0: What was that about sucking dick, Justin? I want to get you on the record. Rogue One trailer? Is that what we're talking about? Uh, yeah, you want to start there? Sure. Okay, so the Rogue One trailer, which is the Star Wars movie that's not Star Wars Episode 8 in that vein of things. It's one of the anthology films. It's kind of its own, supposedly its own
1: thing. It would actually be like 0. .5 or no, .3.5? 3.5, 3. 5, Star Wars 3.5. That's a good title for it. Okay. The trailer
0: dropped, or the teaser dropped, I guess, so we don't have to call it a trailer because it wasn't as such.
1: It didn't reveal the whole movie like most trailers do now? Not
0: yet. Not yet. Although I think it's pretty. it gives you a pretty good idea of what's going on. I mean, it's really suspenseful. Will they steal the Death Star plans? Yes. Will R2-D2 project them on the projector at Yavin base? Yes. And will the Death Star
1: be destroyed? Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe they have another plan for that. We don't know any Maybe it's an alternative timeline. (laughs) They're doing, like, a multiverse thing. Instead of, like, Star Wars 616, it's, like, some other version of it.
0: I'm going to stick with my summary that I sent you, that it's, like, a very awkward Christopher Nolan trailer,
1: Bane in it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, a bit. Wasn't that accurate? I mean... You have to get the Death Star plans. I
0: want you to steal the Death Star plans. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's going to be really dangerous. Very dangerous for you. I'm a rebel. (laughs) Yeah, the (laughs) Inception noise. Yeah. The Inception noises in the trailer. Uh, Grant can probably tell me who's directing it as I forget the guy's name.
2: Uh, It's Gareth Edwards, the guy who did the, the Godzilla reboot a couple years ago. Gross. Which wasn't really that great.
0: Did you say gross? Well, no, I just,
1: <laughs> wait, what was the, there was like a shitty Godzilla movie that was made like, I think like late 90s, early two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one? Yeah. yeah. Matthew, 1998 That Matthew was Broderick. Roland Emmerich. That's the only one I ever think of when I hear a Godzilla remake, and I mm. think gross.
0: Okay, well, I can agree with that. Okay. 2014 one, I mean, to its credit, Godzilla stayed the same size throughout the movie for the most part. Okay. But the movie
2: shouldn't have been called Godzilla because he was in the movie for like 10 minutes total when it's like a two and a half hour movie. The same thing with Brian Cranston. They set him up as like the star of the movie and he gets killed in the first 20 minutes. It's been two years. I'm not spoiling anything for anybody. If they haven't seen it, it's their own damn
1: fault. <laughs> I, I think, like, if you've waited two years to see a Godzilla movie, you really don't have much of an interest to see it. You'll You're see never like, going to see it, yeah. You'll see it if it's on, like, you know, stars or something, at, you know. No, FX. FX? Yeah, yeah. that's where
0: those movies go. Yeah. Okay. It should have been called Cloverfield 2, though, because it was basically like, oh, my God, there's a monster. we got to get through
1: the city. The Is level. it all shaky cam and bullshit, <laughs> like fake documentaries? No, there's
2: no,
0: no. like shaky cam stuff. Thank God.
1: I, I didn't see Cloverfield, but that completely turned me off to it.
0: Oh, you never saw Cloverfield? No. Oh, okay. Well, it's hilarious.
1: Probably for the best I didn't see it. No, the
0: Statue of Liberty's head shrinks to the size of basketball. What? There's a part where the Statue of Liberty's head gets knocked into the middle of the street because New York's getting wrecked, bro. And it's like, One third of the size it should be. It's like the size of like half a lane of traffic? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) When it should be like the size of one of the smaller buildings. (laughs) Attention to detail. Eh. But I don't think there's enough to judge Rogue One yet. I'm concerned about the Inception noise because that's never a good sign for a movie.
2: Based on this trailer, it looks like they're taking it in the super serious direction.
1: That's what it looks like. Hmm. A bit. I mean, they, it looks like there'll be like some, like, oh, like, you know, I'm a rebel teenager, blah, 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 sort of shit. So
2: I would just like it if they gave us a Star Wars version of, if they turned this into, like, the Star Wars version of, like, the Dirty Dozen or the Magnificent Seven or something. I think that that would work really well. But those weren't too ultra-serious, and it seems like they're going very serious in this movie.
1: Yeah, I could see, like, them going... More comedic route, possibly for like the Han Solo trilogy or the Han Solo Origins, one they have in the works. The latest unnecessary movie that's in the works. Yeah. Okay.
0: With Chris Pratt. Is it? I, I assume so because he's rumored to be taking over Indiana Jones too. So. Yeah. For. Yeah, I mean he's gonna <laughs> yeah. play, he's gonna be Harrison Ford. He's gonna be Harrison Ford. Yeah.
1: Well, look, Whatever. it's better than Shia LaBeouf being either of them. Um, we haven't. That You that, can't segue to that yet. No, no, you wanna... I'm
0: saying he was an Indiana Jones. Okay. So that part at the end where he almost picked up the hat, thank God Harrison <clears throat> Ford took it off his head and said, not today. Yeah. That would have been one step too far. would have had to hunt George Lucas down and whale him. I think you would have. Yeah. And then cut him open in the dock and taken the blubber out for oil.
1: I would like to see that. For you. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I just can't get the bane thing out of my head because it's, it's it's so like, maybe the trailers just cut badly, but it just seems so awkward. So, it's a little. I don't. Strange. I
2: don't like the fucking piano music in the beginning. I hate that. Like that. That's just the tip off to me that it's like
0: trying too hard and. And that's the other reason I think of Batman and Chris Nolan because that when you said that, it reminded me what I was. I subconsciously thought of the beginning of the Dark Knight Rises trailer. Where they're just fucking the shit out of like the high note on the piano when Catwoman's telling Bruce Wayne, like people like you, there's a storm coming, Mister Wayne. So serious, so maudlin, and ma- that just
1: seems the way they do trailers you now. It's like, oh, it's like a melody of you know the theme on piano, all serious sounding, and like that's how they, that's just how they cut trailers. It seems like now, and I don't know, I don't really like it. I don't. It like just makes everything. It, it just makes all the trailers look. Or feel the same. It's like... Yeah.
0: To their credit, the actress playing Mon Mothma looks just like her, so they it's, either...
2: It's the same actress from the deleted scenes in Revenge of the Sith.
0: Okay. Yeah. It, but the I, the original lady must be dead, or very old.
2: Yeah, but the it's the same lady that they chose to look like her in episode three.
0: Oh, she looks just like her. Sounds like her. Um... There's a strange man in a white suit, so that's nice. We never met him before. Yeah, so it's not
2: Grand Moff Tarkin because Peter Cushing has been dead for a long, long (laughs) time. And their last attempt to do a CGI Tarkin in the end of Episode 3 was not received very well. Mm, I don't really remember that. He's at the very end when Vader and the Emperor are looking at the Death Star. And it's the Imperial officer guy showing them the, the Death Star, and then he steps away. Yeah. He has no doesn't lines. say anything. He has no lines. But you can see, like, he's got the cheekbones and everything. He's supposed to be, like, a 20 years younger Tarkin. But mm. this guy in the trailer, obviously not him. He's got, like, some Grand Admiral uniform Yeah, which is going weird,
0: because they shit-canned all the books.
2: And the actor, I can't... They didn't really make out the face, but to me, just like, he looks like the cigarette-smoking guy from The X-Files.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Huh.
2: That's that's who it looks like, kind of.
0: Do you think it is him, or is there someone
2: I don't like know. Him? It just kind of looked like him. It reminded me of him.
0: Well, he's a good actor. Huh? He's entertaining. Cigarette-smoking man. Cancer man.
1: Didn't watch much X-Files.
0: Aw. Yeah. That's too bad for you. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad you mentioned the uh, Revenge of the Sith Death Star scene, because there's another thing about this trail that makes no sense to me. Maybe it will explain it in the movie, but they put the Death Star together. They build a small moon, and then they're going to test it. The Empire's got a major weapons
1: test coming up. Wait, are up. they... Oh, you mean... Oh, I thought you meant they built an actual small moon to blow up, but yeah, yeah. No, I no the Death Star
0: thinking. is the size of Obi-Wan Kenobi says, it's like, that's no moon. Because Han Solo's like, it must be a small moon. He's like, it's not a fucking moon, it's a battle station.
1: Well, I'm sure they did, like, you know, small-scale testing on, you know, oranges and whatnot, and just, you know, scaled it up. And it's like, all right, well, we need to make a leap here from, you know, elephants to planets at some point, and we can't really... I'm not going
2: to prejudge that part of the plot, be, but I will say that as of right now, I still think the old EU version of how they tested the Death Star was better, that they, they built it over a planet with slave labor and then they turned it on the planet and blew up the planet with all the slaves on it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that seems more <laughs> like the Empire. Yeah.
2: And that was the the weapons test and they, like, cracked the planet in half or something with it. and They're like, ah, yeah. shit,
1: we need more power.
2: Well, it was like a. It wasn't like the full weapons test because I think like the full weapons test was in the movie when they blow up
0: Alderaan. Alderaan.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Pretty cool, bro.
0: I'm, I'll wait and see, but that just seems stupid to me that you wouldn't like just plug the super laser in with a big extension cord and test it out. I mean, at some point, like I mean, it is the Empire. I mean, they do tend to make these bad decisions.
1: Well, they need like all you know some sort of, you know, power plants probably built into the Death Star to actually power the thing. They can't have a separate power source for a laser an that extension big. extension cord. Go to Lowe's. Maybe, maybe if they, like, took, like, Star's energy and, like, sucked it into the weapon or something like that, like, it'd be a good way to have, like, an extension yes. cord.
2: You need to get the Incredible Star Wars Cross-Sections book from Dorling Kindersley, okay? Because then if you open it up, you'll see inside the Death Star that there are, like, several fusion star core reactors or something like that like it's got like 12 hypermatter reactors I do you remember looking i yeah. never
1: owned that book when i was younger but i remember looking at it either in like the library or a friend's house or something somewhere yes yeah, so that was a cool book
2: it was they're all really cool books but no like even I like the ones
1: that. that aren't the star wars ones the ones that like do cross sections of like big yeah. cargo ships and whatnot oh things yeah, like that. yeah and
2: I have like a ton of those those books, but the Star Wars ones I, I like the detail because that it answers all of your questions <laughs> about the inside of the Death Star. Like where's
0: the where's yeah. the commissary and <laughs> I like the castle one.
1: Like, oh yeah, yeah. I remember Castle that.
0: cross sections, badass. Perfect segue to Elon Musk's news story.
1: Yeah. He
0: uh
1: on Friday? Yeah, Friday. Yeah,
0: he landed his fucking rocket on his drone ship finally. Mm-hmm. And it was a perfect landing, and everybody at SpaceX had, like, a collective orgasm. With, yeah, like, it was a like
1: a nerd world. scream from, you know, getting a world first clear in some game.
0: And then Jeff Bezos
2: <laughs> tweeted, like, welcome to the club, like, Blue Ocean or whatever his company is called. Uh, yeah. You know, 4-0 and o or something. 3-0, and o, aren't they? Mm-hmm. For landing reusable rockets.
1: Do they land them on... Uh, does uh, Bezos' company land them on the same sort of, like, floating platform?
2: I don't know... But I know that they have successfully landed three reusable rockets.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: I don't know if it's on a floating platform though. I'm mean, I'm not diminishing the accomplishment. I think it's great, but I'm sure Jeff Bezos was you know like rubbing his hands together, just laughing a little bit. <laughs> I feel like he does that all
1: the time though. Yes, that picture, every time the he'd...
2: picture they always use of him on the internet, like the stock photo of him laughing maniacally, like Lex Luthor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Whatever Jeff Bezos's rockets don't carry Dragon capsules to the ISS,
2: right, they're going to take up an inflatable space environment. Mhm. Yeah, so that's I guess that'll be what the new modules are made of. That'd be um, pretty cool. I read
1: somewhere that they're actually bringing the inflatable modular up, a module up to test that in as part of like a Mars mission type thing or as part of a Mars mission. <gasps> so like they could use that inflatable thing, so, you know, push up to orbit, get the whole environment ready, and then ferry people to Mars in some sort of future plan like that. Well, I guess the
2: viability of that plan depends on who gets the government contracts for, you know, resupplying the space station, because it's—right now they take Soyuz rockets from Moscow up, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's SpaceX, Bezos's company, and a couple others— like Lockheed and Boeing are competing for the contracts to do all the resupply and shuttling astronauts and things like that. So I guess if SpaceX can nab a few of those, they'll have enough
0: money to keep going. Mm -hmm. I think Lockheed's eye is on replacing the the rocket systems for the manned missions so we don't have to send our people to Kazakhstan anymore. That's the money they want because that's the fat contract.
2: Well, Tesla has another rocket that they're debuting later in the year. I think it's called like... uh, SpaceX. Or SpaceX, yeah. They have the Falcon 9 right now, and they're supposed to be like the Falcon 9 Heavy, Mm -hmm. which is supposed to be able to carry um, a capsule for like people and astronauts up there, as well as cargo.
0: Hmm. Yeah, no more Borat. Right, so that's the next step for them. Cool, yep. Just like America's won every World Series in baseball, is Europe even trying? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. They need to step it up. They're too busy giving away their
2: space program to, uh, you know, people in need, right? Yeah. Maybe.
0: Maybe they're busy giving their faces to people. Yeah. Says we needed to go. Yeah, like like catch up from last week. Yeah, right. We totally forgot. Like, because it
2: directly relates to Dark of the Moon that Optimus <laughs> is like a cold blooded murderer in both of these movies. That and uh, I forgot in Revenge of the Fallen he takes the fallen, stabs him with his own blade, and then says, "Give me your face," and rips his face off <laughs> like before killing Benzie. him. Yeah, yeah. So very much like what happens in Dark of the Moon, where he does the one two, kills Megatron, then kills Sentinel Prime.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was another thing that uh, I remembered actually when I was driving home last week. Um, there was some, uh, there was one plot point that was like in a Fallen movie, whatever it was called, Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, where like they use the stars to like navigate to the wherever the robots were buried. But, like, depending on the time of year, the stars would be in different places in the sky. And also, over time, like, over, you know, thousands of years, stars move in the sky from where they are. I bet
2: the Autobots are way ahead of you, though. They can, like, compensate
1: for the stellar drift and all that. Then why did Shia LaBeouf be like, oh, it's pointing there. Let's go. Yeah, the Autobots didn't do
0: that calculation. That was Shia LaBeouf on top of the non-existent building next to the Giza. Too bad, human. You already gave us your
2: money.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I didn't so what you? <laughs> well, you saw it in theaters, didn't you? yeah, i already I paid once it was enough, okay,
0: I fulfilled my obligation to Michael Bay, <laughs> I think sadly,
2: Revenge of the Fallen is the only Michael Bay Transformers movie that I paid to see in the theater the you know I could have seen the first one, and it would have been I would have had some justification to have paid for that, but
1: I saw the first one yeah. in theaters, and I learned my lesson. I didn't even know. When 2 and 3 came out, and I didn't even know 4 existed. Like, I had a vague awareness 2 and 3 were being made, and they came out at some point in time, but I did not know 4 existed.
0: We're going to find out all about that next week.
1: Yeah. With Mark. Mark. Marky Mark. I
0: think we got a Transformer here, guys.
1: Wait, is it, like, same timeline, or is it? Uh, Same
0: universe, but It's, like, four years later. Mock is an inventor who lives in Texas, but he's still from Boston somehow.
1: Okay, so there's still, like, some vague, like, pieces of this universe, like, the Autobots are still, like, helping out people, and...
0: No, No, not really.
1: It's just a reset button, like...
0: No, Optimus Prime is, like, pretending not to be a Transformer, and then Mark Watney discovers he's a Transformer.
1: Is he, like walking around, working at a newspaper with, like, glasses on, and, like, saying, like, oh, hey, I'm not Optimus. I'm Clark Kent. Yeah.
0: Why'd you say that name? (laughs) All right, well, I have three pages worth of questions. Do
1: you want to get to it? Sure. I I don't know. I probably would have just as many questions in this movie as I did the last one, but I honestly felt like I was – I just wanted to put an ice pick in my head, so I sort of was like – zoning out in parts of this movie. And I'm like, what's happened? I'm like, I'm not going to rewind. It's already painful enough. But go on
0: with your questions. So first question, uh, Transformers equals moon mission. So am I correct in assuming that the movie was trying to say the only reason we went to the moon is because some guys in the radio telescope got a signal from the moon?
1: Yeah, they saw something crash land on the moon. And apparently that was like JFK's catalyst to like make the moon speech. Well,
0: I could tell it was JFK because he was
1: talking in a horrible accent saying, get Bobby in here. You want to talk about horrible accents? How about the one (laughs) where they had like Barack Obama give Shia LaBeouf a fucking medal and it like has a Photoshop head of like Barack Obama in like the picture of him shaking hands and then it cuts to like, you know, him in the like Oval Office or whatever and it's like very obviously not Barack Obama just like turning around. It's like even like a poor representation. It's like, um, you really missed the mark on that one, and it sounds nothing like him. I'm crossing out Barack Obama as well? No,
0: no, oh. I, I didn't have a question about that. I just figured that they weren't going to make an effort on that one. Okay. Because the whole scene is fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, it, it is.
0: The whole movie is fucking stupid, but all right. Okay, so next question. If the 1960s space telescope with shitty technology can find the ship on the moon... How come the Transformers, especially Soundwave and space, do not notice it until the humans tell them about it?
2: I think they did know about it, though.
0: Why didn't they go there then?
2: They had been there.
0: That was the whole point. They were they were
2: trying to lure the Autobots back to find Sentinel Prime on the moon, so that because they were unable to reactivate Sentinel Prime because he's the only one who can use the um, the control pillar mm-hmm. that activates like all the other pillars to make the yeah, space bridge. Didn't
1: they? uh like loot all like the hundred some other pillars and yeah. place them around the world and they've been killing yeah.
2: people on earth who know about the cover-up with like the moon mission thing in the 60s so that they can steal all of the other pillars and they deliberately lured the autobots to the moon so that they could activate sentinel
0: it just seems like they would have mentioned this in one of the other movies ahead of time
1: yeah it it it, it's one of those things, again, it's like, oh, you know, the Fallen is our last hope for the Decepticons. And
2: yeah, that's the thing. They retconned again, like, the whole yeah. reason they're on Earth again. Like, that's three times in three movies. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little
0: ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to scratch that out halfway and then put a check because the explanation is horseshit that they give.
2: So, really, Megatron came to Earth to get the AllSpark activate the space bridge thing and help the fallen drain the sun at the same
1: time? Yeah. Okay. He, like, and I don't get why, like, all these, like, final, you know, seeds out from Cybertron, like, were sent out into the vastness of space to the same point or very close because one landed on the moon, all the rest landed on Earth. It seems like a very large jump in coincidences that like the Fallen didn't land somewhere else or you know Sentinel Prime didn't land somewhere else or the Allspark didn't end up here like it's just why of all places lands on Earth other than eh plot
2: I don't know the goals seem contradictory though it's like they if they want to turn all the machines and stuff on Earth into new Decepticon army like in the first movie then destroying the planet with the sun absorber thing that the fallen has would be counter to that goal because you destroy everything on earth yes and then but i mean they're trying to bring the decepticons that were stuck on the moon to earth through the space bridge and then use the space bridge to bring cybertron into earth's orbit so they can drain the energy was (laughs) it
1: ever actually stated that in like any sort of canon of transformers that they need like sun energy, similar to like how we need sun energy to like grow plants and stuff like that. Yeah,
2: they subsist on a form of energy called energon. It's like a distilled form of like you can turn any kind of energy into energon. And in like the original series, they like they like take over oil refineries and shit. Like anything that has energy okay. inside of it, they can transform into this energon stuff and they store it. And like I just an- didn't know like on cubes.
1: Cybertron, if they use some other form of getting energy, like fusion or something like that, rather than having, like, solar and, like, just, you know, converting solar energy into glucose and then eating that, sort of, like how we do it. Energon candy. Energon candy? From the cartoon movie you hated. You're actually right. That was not there, wasn't it? Yeah, it
0: was. It's what he offers the the chomper bots, the universal greeting. Kill me. (laughs) Maybe later. Okay. Um... Okay, was the bad moonset a deliberate call out to the moon hoax theory? Probably. Okay. The bad moonset? Yeah, when the Buzz when, Aldrin and Neil Armstrong are on the moon. <laughs> looks like oh! Michael Bay's garage with black construction paper.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I did. That, I sort of raised an eyebrow at that, but I completely forgot about that. It did look a little strange.
0: And then, so other countries, including the Soviet Union, have been to the moon. I know that, you know, their unmanned probe was mentioned, but the rest of the world didn't pick up this radio signal? Only America had a radio telescope? I'm pretty sure that wasn't, like, top-secret technology because some fucks in the desert were playing with it. Some nerds.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, Yeah, radio telescopes weren't, like, crazy rare. I mean, I'm sure, you know, China had some, Russia had it. China
0: didn't have some until the Great Leap 4. They had to melt down pots and pans to make them. Well, maybe because the Americans were the first ones to get to
2: the moon, you know, in real life and in this movie, then they just kind of covered it up and said, like, oh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't any big deal. Like, we didn't find anything to all oh, the other we countries. just left some
1: shit there that makes random noises occasionally.
2: Right. <laughs> like, I'm sure they had some excuse like that. That's the only plausible
0: explanation. But the movie didn't tell us about that.
2: I know. It's these are all plot holes Fuck that Michael people Bay. have to fill in.
1: Fuck him. Well, you shouldn't need to fill it in. You should just say, Oh, it's a bad plot and you don't need no, to fill like, it in. It is a bad plot.
2: You don't you don't you shouldn't have to fill it in, but the audience has to because he, they don't.
0: Okay, so what happened to Megan Fox? We get like two lines about she broke up with you or something or dumped you.
2: Yeah, another inexplicable thing about this movie, no explanation why she's not there, which, you know, they could have come up with a better reason because she got fired in real life for calling Michael Bay a Nazi and, you know, as a joke, and then some people took it way too seriously, and, you know, she got fired.
1: Yep, so oh, that was the back story? Okay.
2: They replace her with an equally dumb, vapid piece of eye candy that doesn't really do anything useful.
1: So, I don't really get, like, jumping forward just a little bit here. Because no. Because we're talking about the girl in this movie at the moment. Yes. Why was she being, like, f- carried around the whole, like, in part of the movie, like, after she was rescued, I guess? Like, why didn't she just, why didn't, you know, Shia LaBeouf just say, like, all right, stay here. You know, it's relatively safe. You know, probably safer than chasing after robots like what I'm doing just stay here, I'll come back, you know, in a couple hours when this, you know, ending sequence of robots mashing into each other is done and find you. Because she's, like, running around with them and not really contributing at all, other than really being dead weight. She's not using, like, a gun. She doesn't have the finger-pointing abilities like Shia LaBeouf does. I don't know. I,
0: I don't know. Okay, just just want to point that pull that out there. Like it's a solid question. I think only Michael Bay can answer that.
1: Screen time, eye candy.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I, that's okay. That'll be my guess personally. Um, but on the subject of his new girlfriend, first of all, who is this new girl? Because established, they meet at the White House, or is that the, their first meeting, or do they already know each other? Because I think Shia that was Buff at
1: the White House. Acts super weird. Met. Yeah, yeah. He acts
0: like really weird.
1: Doing the finger guns with his metal. That whole sequence was just cringe. cringy <laughs> and bizarre. And yeah, I don't know. It was strange.
0: Okay. Uh, why is Sam poor? Because Crazy Butler from Mr. Deeds wrote a book about all the robots and shit. So why couldn't Sam write a book about it? Because he, he can't write. Doesn't or? know how to
1: hire a ghostwriter to write a book for him.
0: I guess, but he—he he just always seemed like he was kind of like, "I'm gonna come up with a scheme to make some money."
2: Maybe he's just trying to, you know, live a normal life. Like he doesn't want to be messed up with all this Transformers nonsense anymore.
1: But he says himself, like, "Oh, I want a job." You know that matters. Like working with the Autobots, despite trying to live a normal life. They won't. In the second work movie, where he's like, Autobots. "Oh, I want to go to college and be normal," but I'm also going to help the robots.
2: The government won't let him work with the Autobots.
1: Yeah, I know, but he. He, you can say like you can't say he has a desire for a normal life when he's like, I want to you know do something with them. Maybe I, I he know. doesn't
2: want to embarrass or reveal secrets about the Autobots because you know he is their, he's their friend and they trust him and stuff. That's all I can think of. Yeah. Whereas maybe. the Sector Seven guy is like a piece of shit, and I don't think the
0: Autobots like him anyway, so he doesn't care. Um, what what is Hero metal? I believe that's the title of the medal that. Sam oh was yeah, awarded, the
1: Hero Medal. The Hero Medal, <laughs> the uh, the highest uh, type of medal that you could get from the president. Like a five year old wrote that part, <laughs> and then he gets the Hero Medal from the president, and then he stuck it on the thread next to my, you know, B plus.
0: Any kid who talks like that is not getting a B plus. No C minus.
1: Okay, I just wanted... C- is better than this movie. (laughs) Well,
0: granted, I didn't know what the Hero Medal was, so I just wanted to clear that up. Didn't know if that that existed or not. I don't think it does. No. I'm pretty sure the highest military honor is the Medal of Honor, and then the highest civilian award you can get is the Presidential Medal of Freedom, not the Hero Medal. Could be wrong. Maybe they
2: created the Medal...
0: Just for Sam?
2: (laughs) No, just for this, because they'd never been attacked by huge extraterrestrial robots before, so they (laughs) called for a different kind of metal.
0: So that would have been interesting if the metal was like a piece of Megatron or something. Maybe that would have been a great way to draw Sam into the plot instead of like, I want to see my car. (laughs) Then I ask, what the fuck is going on? So that's
1: probably the part where the robot is trying to look up his girlfriend's skirt. Um, yeah, so I had a question, actually, like, okay. so the one, like, little robot was in the last movie, but the, there's, like, a second one that just, like, came in, right? The one who has the crazy hair. Yeah. Yeah. He just showed up. Okay. Yeah. But what happened to, like, some of the other Autobots that were in the previous movie? Did they died? Did they go somewhere else? Did they just not show up because I mean it's like a world chattering event here and you know the two blackface ones just weren't around or the motorcycle ones weren't either and
2: they took the blackface ones out because people complained so much after revenge of the fallen so I don't know where they went uh in the context of the movie I think that yeah some of the Autobots definitely died in the first and the second movies and then the, uh, the explanation that Optimus had to rotate out his, his uh, roster of Autobots to sell different toys. Okay. So.
1: I mean, if we're sort of crossing real world with this movie world, that Optimus got a call from Michael Bay on the transdimensional telephone saying, you have to, like, get new Autobots in there so I can make more money.
0: Hasbro needs to make more money. <laughs> um, next question. RV parking in downtown D.C. Did I miss this explanation? RV parking. His parents have, have, to a, have r- a fucking bus. Oh, yeah. And it's like down some shit-ass side street that his girlfriend's... Okay, actually, let me back up. Why is his girlfriend rich? Because clearly her job cannot pay that well to own or to rent, own, whatever, a penthouse apartment that size well, in downtown D.C. What is she so was unbelievable working for... about that, though? She's a good-looking rich girl.
2: Happens every day. That's, they don't need any explanation for yeah, that. Yeah,
1: and she was working for the <laughs> one guy who turned out to be evil. I can't remember his name, but the like... Dylan McDermott there? Something, something. What the fuck his name is. Yeah, so she was being very well compensated for that because, I mean, she got a brand new car, which happened to be a Decepticon, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow, jumping ahead. But anyway, I mean, she was very well compensated there, and she may have came from, you know, a rich background, so it it's possible. I mean, it's...
0: I no, I don't I'm not saying she can't be rich. I'm just saying like you would need to explain that. Because she's in, she works for the the embassy. Yes. By definition does not pay well. Her well, brother is in the wasn't the military and got killed. So like are they some rich British family and she has an embassy job because her parents are hooked up? Is she wealthy because she won the lottery? Did she get the McDonald's million dollar scratch off? Like she worked for the
1: embassy and then she switched to this collector art, art curator. Yeah. Man. So yeah, I don't know. Bad um, Guy Incorporated. I, no one knows what he does. All guys who collect cars in big white showrooms are evil. I, I you know that.
0: This movie taught me that. I learned that. Okay, I just didn't ever get an explanation of why she had that fuck huge place. Yeah,
1: yeah. which would be like 10 grand a month probably in D.C. of that size. At least, yeah. It's just, you know.
0: Maybe she has a secret vault of gold in there too. Maybe. Uh anyway, RV parking in DC. That
1: there isn't enough room in DC.
0: <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> I don't think his dad could have gotten that thing in, in there.
1: Yeah. It, mm.
0: Okay, that also just struck yeah, me. Yeah, it's just a stretch
1: of logic even getting a car or an R V down streets in DC sometimes, I guess. But Yeah.
0: Plus they have a car and a trailer on the back. Yeah. Uh Bumblebee's Secret Mission, I guess this falls under the general heading of USA. Is to go to Iran and uh, the Ukraine to blow up foreign terrorists who are using nuclear stuff because they're bad?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure what the whole point of that sequence was with, like...
0: To kill brown people and dirty Russians?
1: Yeah, it it just sort of was strange. Because, like, that wasn't even getting them to Chernobyl, right? That was just, like...
0: The Iran scene is totally disconnected.
1: Okay, that's what I thought.
0: Yeah, it's Optimus Prime, I think, is in the narrative. Like, you know, now we're helping to settle the human problems of Earth. Like, you Yeah, know, and you killing do,
1: human problems is just killing brown people, apparently. You're settling to America's like... problems. <laughs>
0: yes, that's what you're doing. <laughs> so the Autobots who are going to defend Earth are working for one country on Earth.
1: The best country on Earth.
0: I, Michael Bay doesn't seem to have a problem with that.
1: I, no, he doesn't. and It's been apparent throughout the whole series of these movies.
0: Um, Sputnik comes up.
1: Sputnik is a robot? I don't remember the Sputnik plot point. You'll have to refresh what? me.
0: Sputnik, like the thing Optimus Prime yells at the uh, national intelligence director lady, like, you lied to us. You had this all the time.
1: I thought that was the thing he found in Chernobyl.
0: Oh, see, I, somebody said something about Sputnik.
1: Uh, maybe, I don't know. I was... Oh, no,
0: he got mad, yeah, because...
2: They found what they find in Chernobyl. Was it one of the pillars?
1: Uh, something robot related, yeah. I can't remember <laughs> what it was that they
2: found, really. But uh, that's I think that's what pissed him off because then that's what leads them to uh, <coughs> to the moon. Sentinel Prime on the moon,
1: yeah.
2: Okay. So it was something like, I don't know. It was I just heard
1: the name Sputnik. In I mean, basically, yeah, he got angry because there was some like highly you know three people know this sort of classified information that you know the humans hadn't told him about so they could that just retcon to all of you know the past two movies so he was angry about the retcon why is shockwave
0: important shockwave because he has a big gun because he like he isn't that the guy who blows up chernobyl or whatever and they're like who was that and Prime prime's like it was shockwave and that seemed like a ooh, you know stinger music in a soap opera kind of moment
1: but hey i can't remember who shockwave was
0: i can't either but
1: it's very important that we know it's shockwave (laughs) and for no future reason i thought shockwave was the one on the satellite that's Sound no, Wave. That's Sound Wave. Yeah, he's totally different. Yeah, okay. Shockwave in this movie is
2: like he's like really sadistic and evil, whereas in the normal Transformers universe, he's like basically the Decepticon butler. Like Megatron tells him, Hey, we're gonna go stop the Autobots. You're in charge while I'm gone. Four million years later, they come back and he's like still running shit there, like waiting <laughs> for Megatron to come back and tell him what to do. That was his whole job.
1: Wait, was Shockwave the one Shia Buff ripped the eyes out of at the end of the movie? Who was that? I, I Just generic Decepticon? I don't fucking know. I know okay. Shockwave
0: was the one who was executing people.
1: Okay. Optimus
0: gets him, doesn't he?
1: Oh, then that may have been a different one that Shia yeah. Buff was and fighting. Bumblebee
2: I don't. takes out Soundwave at the end, right? yeah sound Soundwave wave or shockwave For shock no shockwave gets taken out by optimus i thought and then when sound wave is about to execute bumblebee and the also oh,
0: sound wave is executing people yeah. okay i thought it was i think shockwave,
2: shockwave and sound wave are killing people or they're killing autobots because they kill like the old autobot with the beard and stuff saying like oh you know can't we talk this out and they like shoot him in the oh head. the balding one yeah yeah, yeah
0: But it was only one of them there that's why i was confused who it was I think it was Soundwave that was trying to execute people, because I, okay. I remember
2: his little, like, sound gun, you know.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, because I think Shia LaBeouf, is he attack. he rips the eyes out of the vulture, maybe? Yeah, that, that that's
1: trying to eat him when they're on the flying. Laser, robot. laser beak. No, that, that is one that he rips the eyes out of, but I'm talking the one, you know, that's, you know, 40 feet tall that he, like, used a little grappling hook to, like, latch onto its eye and then, like, shove a bomb into the other eye.
0: Oh, and and Bumblebee rescues him? Yeah, when they're falling off the building, well, that's either shockwave or soundwave, I'm confident, whichever one wasn't shooting people in the head.
2: And that's one of the huge problems throughout all three of these movies is that the Transformers themselves, they're so... Besides Optimus and Megatron... And Starscream. <clears throat> and Sentinel Prime, who's all red, Right, can tell and, apart. and Bumblebee, of course. <laughs> who's a <'cause> damn
1: <laughs> commie, like... Yeah,
2: <laughs> besides them and Bumblebee, who's yellow and stuff, like, the, they're all so hard to tell apart. Like, you, sometimes, I don't know, like, which one is the Decepticon and which one is the Autobot, because they
1: both look the same. I exactly mean, the, the, the Autobots, same. for the most part, are, like, more solid, single colors, is all I could figure out, and the Decepticons are usually, like, grayish, brownish, darkish, I, but then... Jazz or whatever the fuck that name was was black. See, they had a really
2: easy know. way to delineate this in the animated series. It's like Autobots, they're all usually cars and land vehicles and stuff. Decepticons, you've got like guns and, you know, fighter jets and crap like that. And
0: that's, it's easy to tell them apart. It's easy to tell them apart too because the, you know, the animation camera, quote unquote, is not like, Shaking like it's like they taped a camera to a basketball and had Shaq spike it in the middle of the scene. Yeah. (laughs) Destroy Chicago. Yeah, this fucking Paul Greengrass would shit his pants at this, and he's Shaky Cam guy from Jason Bourne. You can't tell what the fuck's happening.
1: God, that whole ending sequence that went on for like an hour and a half, like I couldn't even I, I don't know what the fuck was going on. It was just robots like smashing into each other and sponsored by Lenovo. And Cisco. Did anybody else notice that? Well, Lenovo and Cisco.
0: Are you using Cisco systems on your Lenovo laptop? The thing that cracked me up in the <laughs> second movie
1: when Megan Fox and Shia LaBeouf were going on their e date or whatever. Yeah. It's like, Oh hey, let's not use Skype, the most popular video messaging thing, or like, you know, FaceTime or anything like that. Let's use Cisco like Web Connect.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cisco telepresence solutions used by, like, board members of big companies everywhere. Yeah. Let's
2: use it on our date. People trying to have video sex. Yeah. It's a new market.
1: Okay. An untapped market by Cisco. That's right. Tapped. I got it. It's good. Oh, no. My pen's
0: out of ink again. See what this fucking movie does? I have to switch to my backup to scratch that out. Okay, um, then it's not really a question so much as an observation. Woman with bags, LOL! Exclamation mark five times. The, the, the director of national intelligence with a little Asian servant. Oh, so I'm like, oh, it's, yes. the, it's the green ostrich bag. And it's like ha ha ha. Women with bags. Michael Bay really has like a problem with women. Yeah, is hey, what it seems like to me. Maybe. Um, how much did they have to pay Bus Aldrin to shame himself? <laughs> So it's an honor to meet you. As a real American optimist, no, the honor is mine. Like, why does a fucking million-year-old robot care about some jackass who was in a tin can on the moon? Like, he's yeah. like, so you went to the moon? Like, I'm from another yeah. world. So How <laughs> are you?
1: <laughs> we we're planning on going to the moon this afternoon. Yeah. You wanna, you know,
0: stop by with us?
1: I got a, a fucking
0: spaceship. I flew in space to get here, you asshole. What do I care? <laughs> no, that's.
2: <laughs> I can't really think of an explanation for why Buzz Aldrin consented to be in this movie like I, I don't really know. I was going to try to rationalize it as like he's I mean, been a huge proponent of getting people more interested in like space stuff and like maybe tangentially <laughs> this is a way to do it because it's about the moon, but no. that just sounds so fucking stupid. I can't really there's no re- they probably held a gun to his head well, or something.
1: Well, no, wait, is um I always uh is Buzz Aldrin a proponent of actually going back to the moon, or is he saying, like, fuck the moon, go to Mars? I always forget He's his saying sense. both. Both? Yeah, because his, his whole point
2: has been that, you know, we've divested so much from, you know, space exploration and building space infrastructure over the past 25, 30 years that it's just pathetic, and he's really pissed off that, you know, we could have been going to the moon and have, like, a moon base by now if we had kept investing in it instead of sh- basically shutting down our exploration programs in, like, the 70s. Yeah, you okay. I, I
1: can remember, like, I know there are some, you know, former astronauts and scientists that say, like, fuck the moon, go to Mars, and other ones that say, oh, go to, mo- go to the moon and use it as a launching pad to Mars type I of think thing. I think that's
0: what Buzz Aldrin's saying. Yeah. So you can go to the moon and have, like, you know, it's much easier to assemble your Mars vehicle in orbit of the moon or to have it even on the moon's surface because getting off the moon compared to getting off Earth is... No atmosphere, one-sixth of the gravity. You don't Mm -hmm. have to
2: worry about making an escape velocity or anything because there is no
0: atmosphere. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, so he was in there for no reason. Uh, Did they use stock footage of animals in Megatron's African base? Because it it looked like it was just National Geographic footage of elephants looking around. Why was he in
1: Africa? (laughs) Why did, like, some of the... It's
0: Michael Bay, okay? So uh, Michael Bay thinks Africa is, like, one big, like, cutout with Egypt in the top. And then the rest of it is just like he empty. He thinks Africa is a country. Yeah, just like, <laughs> just there's, there's Egypt with the pyramids up here. And then the rest of it is black people and animals, like just, you know. Just lions and giraffes everywhere. And guys wearing loincloths chasing them with spears. So Megatron can hide there because nobody there knows about robots or technology. Surely not. Well, also, I was thinking that maybe they hid out there because, you know, it's Africa, man. Nobody
2: cares. And
0: That's I mean, Michael yeah. Bay's point. It seems to be like, Africa, yeah, it's this country with a bunch of animals and, you know, people and with spears and shit. Who like, would look there?
2: Megatron I hides mean... out in the
0: Congo. For <laughs> well, that would be hilarious if it was, like, the 1980s, like, one of the Congolese Civil War, and Megatron's running the whole show. That would have been better. <laughs> I think I mean, that if was a always lot go of hide a out G1 episode. Huh? Go
1: to, like... You know, Antarctica, where, like, there's nobody, or, like, the, m- the very middle point of Australia, where there's, like... Well, next he to has, no like, one.
2: bad memories of Antarctica, because he was frozen. Uh, yeah, I
1: suppose. Yeah. in Australia, it's a but little hot, down but... there
0: would call him a cunt, and he'd get upset. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and by this movie, I'm pretty certain he has brain damage, too, because he gets convinced by the his girlfriend hot model to turn against Sentinel Prime and, like, blow up the whole plan they had.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... I guess that was the reason for, you know, shelling around the... The girl in this movie.
2: So I think getting his face half Not smashed really. in the second movie must have really damaged his uh his plasma circuitry or whatever, like I don't uh, know. What Sentinel they call Prime
0: it. kinda does it to himself though, because at one point he pulls part of Megatron's head off that the little robots were repairing in Africa.
1: Well, I think that was more like a you know, slap up the side of the head type gesture. Oh, like no, no, what no, the but fuck like, are you doing? Maybe
0: that chip was gonna be like the one chip that had the software in there for when she says like you're his bitch, he'd be like no
1: no i mean we really have a mutual understanding here of like we both want to bring back you know cybertron i'm a
0: power bottom okay young lady (laughs) you listen to me okay um why does an art curator dress like she's a hooker when she comes to give sam his like twizzler present or red vines whichever he ate I'm just really. Is, I don't. I don't understand what her job is. Is because she? She has to look pretty at her job. That's, but is it an open collection to the public? Because it seems like it's the guy's headquarters. But she's the curator of an art collection.
2: I think the guy probably sells art privately, and that okay. she like is basically the person that meets clients who want to come buy pieces and stuff. That's the sense. I don't really know much about the yeah. art curating world, but it just seems like they had to pick a job for her, and they're like, oh, God, okay, we'll make it this. Yeah, okay. Because it's sexy. Or, yeah,
1: but just pick a job that, you know, she isn't, you know. woefully unqualified know. to do. Yeah, and like something that is not, like, you know, garage mechanic, because we already did that in the first movie. Right. Like, <laughs> well, they should have made her a
0: brain surgeon then.
2: That would have been too stereotypical.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Ken Jong has two pistols in his desk. Why?
1: Because he was planning on shooting up the office.
0: Oh, okay. So his real name is Cho Jong. Okay.
1: So he's the guy who gets shot and killed by a laser beak. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Okay. He gets thrown out of the building. Okay. So,
2: yeah. yeah, again, why does he have guns in his desk like that? Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you get those past right. security?
0: <laughs> it's because laser beak's like, you're going to do one more shot for me, bitch. And he's like, oh, <laughs> who's the bitch now?
2: Oh, maybe that. Okay, maybe that's why he has the guns then, because... Yeah, he was worried la- about right. like, being watched he, by... He had, he had some insurance, so when Laserbeak <laughs> came back, he was gonna, he's planning on taking him out or
1: whatever. Uh, I don't think we really need to answer oh, this question. Oh, no, 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 wait, 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 Let's go back. Okay. Windows. Windows? Windows should not break that easily, just pushing somebody through a chair out. It's like, okay, whatever. Maybe the robot had enough power to actually push someone through the window. Let's say that. Yeah. What about at the you know end sequence where they're jumping through the windows and falling Sears Tower or whatever the hell building that was? Why did they or were they able to jump out those windows so easily? Like windows don't break that easily, especially in high rise offices. They're yeah, like
2: it's all shatterproof glass and
1: yeah, those were like you know candied glass type things. Like I, if we're talking picking points about you know realism, it's they would bounce off those.
2: It sounds like a filmmaking thing to me. It's like they don't think that the audience is going to notice details like that when the action is happening on the screen. So they go with like the the candied glass because it's just yeah. Then they're like, oh, glass, let's right? shoot the glass.
1: Yeah. Despite again, the glass on office buildings is meant to take you know small hits like that and not shatter everywhere instantly. But but most people don't
2: know that. So I guess they're betting they bet on that some little trickery to move it along.
1: See, that would have been Whatever. funny though if the
0: robot had tried to throw Ken Jong through the window and he' bounced, bounced. off <laughs> <laughs> I get that would have been a lot of work though. Um, all right, so this is kind of an ancillary question. isn't that really a question just gay LOL gay is funny uh, which part were they saying were uh, the boss who is is that the guy from just shoot me? It looks like the boss from just shoot me He was a very old man now finds Ken Jong and Shia LaBeouf in the bathroom. Mm. And it's like, oh, yeah. oh, you guys suck each other's cocks. Huh? Okay.
1: I don't want to get in your business. As long as you don't, you know, suck the yellow cock on the red floor. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Very good. <laughs>
0: A plus, Justin. <laughs> uh, Okay. That was pretty good. <laughs> Why is the director of national intelligence lady such a bitch? Because you have to be a
2: bitch to get things done as a woman, right? In positions of power. That's the other stereotype well, I they was, like.
0: I was wondering <laughs> if she was like supposed to be Hillary Clinton or something. I bet that's the, Possible. Yeah, yeah. Bet
2: that's the stereotype <laughs> template like. <laughs> that they use, yeah.
0: Okay, uh, is that was that Alan Tud- Tudyk, Tudyk? Is the the German butler? I don't know who that is. The Wash from Firefly. I thought you liked Firefly.
1: Oh, the guy who, like, I don't know spoke, like, vaguely German The pilot. Kind of...
2: Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah, I
1: thought it was him. Wait, the the guy who was, like, the computer hacker German guy? That's... Yeah, yeah,
0: Mr. Deeds' is butler butler.
1: Yeah, he's... I don't... I can't remember his name, but I feel like he was in, like, a lot of those, like... Fox shows that were, like, Dollhouse and, like, uh, what was that Angel one? Dark Angel or something like that. I thought he was in those type of shows, but I can't remember his name.
0: I'm almost confident this is the guy. Yeah,
1: this is him, right? Yeah, that's him. Yeah,
0: that, that is Alan Tudyk. I'm not sure how to say his name. It's T-U-D-Y-K. He's the pirate, Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so that is him. Question answered. Uh, the girlfriend, when she comes to Sam's house, when all the robots are there, and and she's mad at him and rips the rabbit's foot off. Are are those two driverless sports cars behind her? Cause they're convertibles that nobody appears to be driving. Are those Decepticons? Cause we never see them again. Possible. And or maybe
1: they're just cars parked there.
0: No, they drive up. They oh. drive and they, like the the camera deliberately takes the time to show you that there's two sports cars with like no visible drivers making a left turn and then it just goes back to them, and those cars never appear again in the whole movie. okay,
2: maybe. What kind were they?
0: Uh, Like a red Ferrari and I think a Porsche.
2: Oh, because I was going to say Soundwave is a Mercedes in this movie. Her car? Soundwave. Is her car. Yeah, you see he has the Mercedes Benz Not not her car. When,
0: When she parks her car and she's arguing with Chia LaBeouf, there's two other cars that drive by, and the camera comes off them and just shows these two cars, and they never show up again.
2: Yeah, uh, maybe it was to set the
0: guns. Okay, I just weird that Michael Bay would not—you know—he'd pass it the opportunity to have the car smash through the building, or have some kind of explosion happen.
1: He was saving it for the end hour and a half.
0: Maybe it's in the director's cut.
1: I don't know. Wait, how long was the version that you watched? Like, hundred and fifty-eight minutes or something. Okay, I think that was about the same as mine. I don't think the
0: director's cut of these movies exists because the studio probably told him no. Or this is the director's
2: cut, probably. It's like, you know, we don't really care what you cut out. or We just want to sell toys and
0: tickets. So when uh, Butler from Mr. Deeds and Shia LaBeouf go to get the big Soviet secret, did they travel to another country, or are they still in America? I think they go to Russia.
2: Which Soviet secret thing? The guys who have the footage or whatever from the moon stuff, so that proves that, like, you know, there's a ship there, and there's, like, buried Decepticons and crap. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Cosmonauts.
0: Okay. They talk to, like, surviving cosmonauts. So they went to Russia for that. I yeah, know. I
1: didn't get that right away.
0: Okay, uh, robots have red blood.
1: Yeah, I noticed that throughout the movie. It was a... Uh, fluid. I, I guess it was just, you know, but some Megatron's sort of... Megatron's
2: a different color. He's the leader.
1: <laughs> so, oh, he's... so you know who he is? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that was a little strange that, like, whenever they killed robots here, like...
2: Well. Also, he's a different kind of vehicle too. Maybe that has something to do with it. That he like the ones that transform into cars. Like, yeah, maybe they have like, you know, brackish, reddish colored, uh, you know, uh, lubricating fluids or whatever. And I think didn't Megatron. He doesn't turn into a jet in this movie. He's like a tank thing, some kind of monstrosity. Yeah, but maybe because he's a different kind of vehicle. I don't know.
1: Uh, Megatron sitting in the Lincoln Memorial. I don't know why that happened. I was so confused. Like, why are the Decepticons at the Lincoln Memorial? Because that's a good reference to G1. Slavery.
2: Because Megatron does that in the animated series. Oh. He removes the statue of Lincoln
0: and sits down in the chair. Yeah. I don't remember that one. Well, was that's wasn't the, it's just a reference. Wow, they actually acknowledged yeah. the animated cartoon. Amazing.
1: But didn't they put the pillars in, like, the... Washington pool, the one that's in front of the Washington Monument? Mhm. That's Is was it right? That's not right in front of the Lincoln Memorial in DC. But it was in the movie? No,
0: I think that the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial are at the opposite ends of the reflecting pool.
1: Oh, are they?
0: Did you not play Fallout 3,
1: Justin? No, I didn't. They are. And yeah, I kind of forgot about my Washington DC trip and Seventh, well, fuck grade, you. Yeah, they, they are. The the one that's by okay. itself
0: is the Jefferson one. That's the big rotunda. That might be what I'm thinking yeah, of. That's kind of out on like a little jetty in the river. Okay. Uh, does Sam's mom want to fuck him? I
1: think this is. A, wait, wait. Sam's mom want to fuck him? Sam. Sam. Yes.
0: I'm gonna say no. Okay, because I had that question only because in the first movie she's very interested in whether or not he was jerking off. And then she has some weird comments in the second movie. And then the third movie, she's like, you're not going to find another super hot girlfriend unless you have a huge cock or something. And it's like, you really seem to be interested in your son's cock. Yeah. Like, she dangerously has... so.
2: I think they were just going for, like, she says, inappropriate mom things, but they just took it, like, way too far and like or didn't understand, really, about how to pull that off successfully. That's what it sounds like <laughs> to me, like, sloppy writing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just where does, you know, inappropriate crossover into,
1: like incest <laughs> yeah it was that whole thing all the scenes with his mom just felt really cringy and like this like it's just the most cringy part of this whole movie are the interactions with his parents i'm just like oh my god this is awful feeling
0: but his dad gave him the great romance line i'll follow you anywhere or whatever it was did he yeah, he did. I can't even fucking remember what it was. Okay,
1: whatevs. It's
0: the line he uses to trick the British girl at the end of the movie into believing he's not a douchebag. Oh. Eh, whatevs. Whatever. Uh, e- the boss equals a Decepticon. It's like his family are are Decepticon's servants.
1: That, I guess that's what the <laughs> plot was going for there. It didn't make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, that
2: was weird because I know in <laughs> Revenge of the Fallen they established that there's some, there's some Cybertronians who have been living on Earth for thousands and thousands of years like hiding. Maybe it has something to do with that, but they didn't connect that to any kind of human dynasty that serves Decepticons. Like, the Rothschilds. It, it would have made more sense if they said like, oh yeah, Megatron like, you know contacted my family like you know, a year ago and made us a deal we couldn't refuse. That would have made more sense to me.
0: Because then the Russian guy, like, all rich people are Decepticon servants because the Russian guy is like, oh, my father was contacted, too, because... Wasn't this during Occupy
2: Wall Street time when this movie came out? So, like, maybe that's, like, they're taking a jab at
0: rich people. It's crazy. My next question, (laughs) is this film an art piece about the financial crisis? Possible. When they destroy Chicago, (laughs) is that they're tearing down America? Yeah. He's he's giving, you know, Rick Santelli a piece of his mind. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
2: The Decepticons are like the bankers. Is that what they're going
0: for? I my, I don't know. Michael Bay, his, his allegory is a little, it's hard to grasp. Uh, why would handsome bad guy call Shia LaBeouf to reveal his evil plan? Because that's what all the villains do <laughs> in like
2: every movie. Like every James Bond movie, they do the same fucking thing too. Like they invite him to dinner and tell him like how they're going to do stuff. And he's like, oh, okay, thanks for telling me how to kill you. <laughs>
0: But then Sam gets released, like the robot that was controlling his central nervous system pops out.
2: I don't know, maybe they think he's not a... Th- they do the arrogant bad guy mistake and let him go because he couldn't possibly just, you know, ruin their plans now.
0: It's it's too far along. It's too late. You can't stop us, Mr. I, Witwicky. I guess. It just seems silly. But you're right, it is an acknowledged trope of the bad guy yeah. to call him. So you can't possibly stop me, but here's how you would do it if you could.
2: Well, yes, and this is a trope that is not unique to uh, you know, other genres. It's, it exists in sci-fi quite a bit.
0: Yes. Well, it would have been better if, you know, Sam was like, was getting caught part of your plan, and the bad guy was like, Of course. I'm really stuck on the main thing. I'm sorry. One
2: of us must be in the wreckage, brother. <laughs>
0: See, if Optimus had said that to Sentinel Prime, that would have been awesome. <laughs> well, instead he goes Duke Nukem, yeah. <laughs> uh, where did the Protoss Golden Armada come from?
1: Oh, the Decepticons? Yeah, whole, all like, the sun. The moon,
2: the moon, the moon. That's Th- where they were.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: they were stuck on the moon. Like, they were coming out of the sand on the moon. You remember But, that? like,
1: why were the Decepticons on the moon in the first
2: place Why were they? There? Yeah, why were they all, like, up there chilling for so long? I think... Were they following uh Sentinel well, Primes? They weren't ship? following him because they had a he and Megatron had a deal. So either they were sent with Sentinel I can't remember this, like I can't remember if they were sent with him or like they were an earlier attempt to like use the space bridge or something to bring warriors from Cybertron to Earth and like they landed on the moon by accident. I don't know. They're just But
1: like if they were so if there were so many Decepticons there already on the moon that seems like a very short hop from the moon to earth that they could have used in the second movie just to like completely wipe out the autobots but
2: some of some of them or most of them don't have flight capabilities I'm guessing like the it, apparently in this movie they can't fly unless they're in their vehicle modes so like the only ones that I noticed that have the ability to fly are the aerial Decepticons like the, the helicopter one and Starscream and Megatron in the first two movies
0: and Optimus with his trailer jetpack right, which
1: comes out of nowhere yeah. in this
0: movie just like in the cartoons in the pocket dimension
1: well no 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 in the second movie they at least like oh we're gonna like rip apart this old man robot and stick it on your back and you got a jetpack now whatever yeah Just ignore all the leaps of logic in there okay but in this movie it's like Oh, no, Chicago's, like, falling apart and being destroyed by his epicons. Oh, hey, here's Optimus with a jetpack, despite him not having a jetpack for a while. I mean, I think they set that up at the very beginning when he was killing Iranians.
0: Is His trailer transforms into, like, that ring that he walks through to grab his swords and it attaches the jetpack to him when he walks through it. I believe that was in the beginning. It's like his Tony Stark Iron Man thing. It it resembles his suit. Very reminiscent of Iron Man. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't even remember that part. Okay. Uh, So when they say that they're trying to seal off the city, how does shooting all the top floors of the building seal the city off?
1: The top floors of the building. When the
0: Protoss Golden Armada is flying around Chicago, they're just shooting the tops of buildings, and it's like they're sealing the city off. No, well, they're shooting the top of the buildings. They should be shooting the bottom of the buildings to seal the city off.
1: Well, they could be shooting the tops of the buildings because that's like usually where, you know, communication antennas are going to be situated. So if they take out all the cell tower and radio towers that That's what I thought. They'll they will not be able to communicate outside the city unless you know you're
2: they were cutting off the city by doing a communications. Because they were
1: out. doing the same thing when they tried to send in drones that they just, you know, random decepticons, were like Okay, I'll Wait, buy Those it. exact sound effects, actually. Oh, oh, okay. So
0: you've seen the Foley for this movie. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, the snake from Avengers, is that the same snake that they book him for this movie?
2: The Chitari War thing? Yeah,
0: that flies through buildings. Oh, it looked very similar. Yeah, yeah.
1: that does <laughs> look similar. Huh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, they did, I guess. Let's say that.
0: Okay. Um, why does Sam have a human-sized hand grapple grenade
1: hook? Uh, I think it's the military guys that were like, or maybe it was Optimus. One of the two just basically said like, hey, here's a military grapple hook with a bomb thingy. Hey kid, want a hook. They literally but said it, like that. They just like pulled it out of a duffel bag like, all right, everybody take one. So it's designed for humans.
0: Yes. Okay. I must have missed that. I must have been having a seizure. But somehow. it may have
1: been designed by, you know, Autobots for humans or something like that. But I uh. uh. Okay, I'll
0: buy it. Did anybody else catch the Spock joke about the needs of yep. the many outweighing yep. the needs of the few? Because yeah. yeah. Leonard Nimoy voicing in Sentinel, LOL, 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 Oh, is LOL. it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I I didn't even know that. Um, all right, just making sure everybody caught that. The Chevy Impala is labeled as a Chevy Impala on the front with missile launchers tied to the top, which in no way looks like a car, so I guess they gave up that whole in disguise shit.
1: Not important anymore. Wait, was it a wait? The Impala was that a Decepticon or was that an Autobot? It's an American car. It was an Autobot.
0: Uh, it just says Impala on the front, and it has like a missile launcher on like the
1: side window, top side window. Like just not even trying with this car. Well, bullshit anymore. I mean, they couldn't just have like a generic car because like you know their contract with Chevy wouldn't allow that. So they were like, all right, well, you've only had you know a couple Chevys in the movie already, so let's just throw an Impala in here. Despite it not looking like one. If somebody sees the Impala logo, they'll just be like, oh, I want to get one. I was thinking they had to make sure the
0: front of it was labeled because it didn't look anything like it with all the shit attached to it. Um, Okay. Freedom equals everyone's right. Is Optimus a stand-in for George W. Bush freeing
1: the people of Iraq? Yeah, because when he pulled off a Megatron's head it was like uh, that one scene where they're pulling down the statue of Saddam Hussein.
0: That's what I Bam. thought. Bam. That's what I thought. Very good.
1: Nobody hit him with a shoe, though. No. Just a big axe. Well, well, you didn't see what those little tiny um, annoying robots did afterwards. They may have hit them with little robot shoes. Where
0: they were taking their little robot slippers off and hitting them. Yeah. It's a
1: sign of big disrespect in the Arab world. Yeah, it's a sign of big disrespect on Cybertron as well. I've I guessed a Oh, right.
0: Carol! Let's Egypt, f- the pyramids. You're right. That's where it all came from. Let's
1: recall
2: that by the end of this movie, Cybertron <laughs> is fucking destroyed. Dude, like it implodes. Good job, <laughs> yeah. saving
0: everybody after this. Yeah, it's my whole. Well, planet. I thought
1: Cybertron was like dead at this point. Like, there's nothing on there anymore. Like, I don't know why they want Cybertron. Oh,
0: Cybertron's all damaged and
1: shit, but the Decepticons want it because they won. They won the war back on Cybertron. Yeah, which is
0: why the Autobots left.
1: Still. I just don't get... It's like, all right, you have this perfectly good plan, I just like all these annoying humans, let's just exterminate them. Like, why go through the process of having to bring... them? that
0: was the plan in the first two movies, but then they decided that they needed to change it up this time. <laughs> I guess it's because it's their home and they, they
2: want it. That's it. They just want it. Like, that's the whole crux of the whole animated series, too. Like, all their nefarious plots are geared towards gathering energy so that they can send it back to Cybertron to restore Cybertron's golden age...
1: Okay, whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, Did anybody else catch the part where the butler from Mr. Deeds was saying we need to divert them to Trump Tower to blow that up? (laughs) (laughs) Try and see if we can divert them to Trump Tower and wreck that. I just wanted to put that in there. It's relevant now.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe Michael Bay is just, you know, somebody who can see the future. It's like, oh, we have to take down Trump or something.
0: Why wouldn't Megatron wait until Sentinel Prime killed Optimus and then kill Sentinel Prime?
1: I did not understand that at all. Like, because Sentinel
0: Prime has Optimus' arm cut off, he's ready to fucking kill him. Then Megatron's like, no, because that's my argument. I think Megatron is brain damaged.
2: In this <laughs> I think he's like suffered severe brain damage from being frozen, thawed. Then destroyed and sunk, sunk into the Laurentian abyss, and then uh, he had half his face smashed in Revenge of the Fallen, and I think that was what finally did him in. And now he's just like he's he's so punch drunk now, like Rocky after Rocky Four, that he'll just listen to like you know Sam's like dumbass girlfriend and tells him like, "Oh, like Sentinel's screwing you, man. He's he's taking your drugs and stuff." <laughs>
1: So That's actually probably a really good reason for that, that he was just like, no, I'm not your bitch, and just, like, punch him in the back of the head, like, right at the moment where he could have, you know, you know, saved himself, really, if he waited an extra three seconds.
0: I'm not complaining about that, because it does set up the hilarious Optimus Prime double execution, which I'd seen before, Grant had seen before, but how hard did you laugh when you saw it?
1: Uh, I laughed pretty hard. It was... Pretty good. It was funny. It's the best part of the movie, hands down. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Who would
0: you be without me, Optimus? I, you need let's me. Find let's, let's find out. Let's find out. Rips yeah. his head off. <laughs> Pulls his spine out.
1: With like, the axe. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: throws the axe into the All the while, bridge. like, Sentinel's
1: just, like, sitting there, I guess. Like, right. what are you doing, Sentinel? Like... Run, or kill Optimus. Yeah, like... Something... <laughs> Anything, pull off another arm the, or something. The like
2: Sentinel execution is the just even funnier. I like that even better. Like he's got
0: the shotgun. He's like Optimus,
1: please. And just, like no,
0: die. <laughs> Eat shit and die. Well, he's just Optimus, like please no, and Optimus <laughs> 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 just fucking brutally executes him.
1: Yeah, with a shotgun, <laughs> just like straight through his fucking face.
0: <laughs> they should have had him like tied up and blindfolded, like that Vietnam War
1: picture. That's honestly what I was. Thinking about when uh, the Decepticons were killing, was killing that old robot and yeah, Bumblebee. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of, like that one picture of like the gen- the the Vietnamese general or I think it's Vietnam, the South Vietnamese
0: military officer shooting the North Vietnamese guerrilla guy, yeah. in the head.
1: Yeah, it, it just like looked like that picture to me, yeah. but with robots, I'm just like, okay, we get it, Michael
0: Bay, ha ha ha. You didn't like the 30-second back-and-forth holding shot of, like, Sam being like, no, Bumblebee, and Bumblebee being like, Sam. Ah! Yeah, crying, and then... And then all of a sudden, like, the minor distraction of things, like, raining down next to them enables Bumblebee to, like, rip...
1: Do, like, a spin kick on his face? Like, yeah,
0: okay. Rip the other robot's face off like a chimpanzee freed from his cage for the first time in 30 years? Like, Something. Just... Okay, I, I thought that was kind of strange. Um, did anybody else see the American flag behind the Autobots during the ending wrap-up? There's, like, three Autobots, American flag, and then the other three Autobots, and it just keeps going back and forth between them? the jingoism.
1: (laughs) Did you see the part where Optimus was taking cover behind, like, some pillar with, like, some sort of founding fathers or, like, vaguely revolutionary-looking soldiers? Heroes. Heroes. He should have got the hero medal.
0: Yes, they should have welded right to his chest. (laughs) The ending line of this movie was very confusing. I
1: don't remember it. I was so happy the movie was was over, I forgot about it.
0: Another Optimus Prime, you know, overture about freedom, like a little soliloquy for the audience to enjoy.
2: The fight is your own.
0: Yeah, and then he's like, I'm going to go live in mock Wahlberg's garage and beat up elderly Vietnamese men until they're blind with him.
2: I think that's just the Spoilers. realization that they like the Autobots are going into hiding basically because they cause more problems than they solve.
0: That's what I took it as. But unless the Decepticons are all dead, which I don't think they are, the Autobot like if the Autobots are going to take themselves out of the fight, now even like Starscream can rule the world because he's the only game in town.
2: Yeah, but they but they've got those uh, nest guys out there hunting Decepticons and They're doing they a reasonably good down. job yeah. at it in the second movie and you know I think it's just that they well I think a lot of Decepticons are dead by the end of this movie. I think Starscream dies too. Yeah, Starscream, Megatron and Soundwave all die.
1: For now, right. Does but Megatron come back in the next movie. Yes, kind of. Okay. I yes. All right.
0: The short answer is yes. Like you can't have a Transformers movie without Megatron. Just like you can't have a Transformers movie without Optimus Prime.
1: Okay. So it's just like Goku coming back and Frieza somehow coming back from time, time again. <coughs> Got yeah, it. Pretty much.
0: It does lead to, you know, a great scene though, where you're going to enjoy this. Where um, you haven't seen Bosch. I'm guessing Bosch, Bosch, the detective series on Amazon prime. No, I have not. Not a sponsor. Um, But the guy who plays in Titus Welliver, he's the bad guy on Lost. I haven't seen Lost either. He's standing in front of Mark Wahlberg's barn and like the CIA guy pose from The Dark Knight Rises. That scene must have influenced thousands of people because it shows up all all over the place.
1: Mm.
0: And he's just like, "Where's Optimus Prime?" And Mark Wahlberg's like, "They got a rule about messing with people from Texas. You better not do it." And then he's like, "I'm not." Can't you tell I'm from Texas? Yeah, I'm I'm from Texas, Texas. y'all. What the fuck? You let the fucking blacks down here? What are you doing? <laughs> and then Optimus Prime bursts out of the the, the shed, the the fucking barn and districts shooting people and it's like, Well there he is, you found him. <laughs> was, Where's Optimus Prime?
2: Yeah, I will say the okay. best thing about this whole series of movies is it has given a like a second career to Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime, like <laughs> because before these movies, I think, like, he may not have been doing as much as he would have liked to. And since this movie came out, he's done, like, Optimus Prime in all the animated series, I think, that have come out based on Transformers, all the live-action films. Like, any video games? I don't know if there yeah, are Yeah, probably. Like, the guy's just totally in demand.
0: Yeah, he's in StarCraft.
1: Is he?
2: Yeah.
0: He is one of the Protoss
2: guys. Neat. Yeah, because I think the last major thing that I remember him from before the Transformers movies was he did all the voiceovers for Toonami. Oh, the
1: the little ball head guy. He he wasn't the robot. Oh, he wasn't?
2: He was the uh, voiceover on all the commercials. Oh, yeah, I remember those The really cool commercials they used to do. Like, he was the guy for all that. Yeah, yeah. That they used to do. Well, because it doesn't exist anymore. No I mean, there's they, actually a oh,
1: it, Forever or something dot that before you can they watched re- the their uh,
2: well, they brought it back, but it's only it's only on on Saturdays, like midnight to four a m or something, and it's all stuff that I don't want to watch Well
1: or, no, I'm saying you can there's like a website that just is yeah, tsunami no,
2: tsunami yeah. yeah, I think that's what it's called yeah you can watch all the old shows and they have a schedule and everything yeah. uh, if you have the right player though, it doesn't work on some browsers, neat
1: you have to have like cable service as well or something like that oh really i don't know i'm just asking no no
2: i think that it just it doesn't really work well in safari so i think you've got to use like chrome or internet or whatever they're using i know they killed internet explorer what's the new browser edge Edge. Edge. right what a bad name they should have just called it spartan that's what the project name was for the browser that would have been a better browser name in my opinion they should have just let Megatron do it. Anyway, this movie fucking sucks, but it doesn't, no, suck, as ba- it doesn't, suck, it doesn't suck as bad as Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> Revenge of the Fallen is the worst movie in this series.
0: <clears throat> have you seen the fourth one? I have, and oh, okay. I still think Revenge okay. of the Fallen
2: is the worst movie in this whole saga. I think the next one's the worst
0: one.
1: I don't know. I'm just so beat up from watching all these movies so far. Just like...
0: Well, you only got one more to do. Optimus Prime rides a dinosaur with a sword.
1: After this, we better watch a good movie. Oh, well, we're watching I'll the say.
0: Watchmen director's cut.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess I can watch. look forward to that. It's a long director's cut, but eh, still good.
0: I mean, it was your idea to watch the director's cut, so we can watch the
1: regular one if you want. No, no, I just forgot that. <laughs> yeah. So you can be crushed about the dogs again. Yeah, crushed about the dogs, <laughs> but I still think there was that scene where rorschach threw the frying grease onto the other inmate's face and he's on the floor
2: well, that was hilarious
1: yeah <laughs> yeah all right so uh next week more
0: robots smashing each other with dinosaurs for some reason
1: more mental pain
0: for you <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: i'm immune to it now i don't even care okay these movies, you're just sensitive to them. It's like chicken Once you... You, think, you think that gives you power over me? Yeah? Nobody cared who I was till I started making the robot movies. <laughs> I want you to steal the desktop lands. We'll ah. be extremely dangerous for you. perhaps they're wondering why you'd assemble a battle station without testing it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good question. But we'll perhaps that's covered in like one of the novels that's between, you know, the new novels that they're doing that's like set between episode three and episode four. I know there's some novels about like Grand Moff Tarkin in there.
0: So you got to read the novels yeah. to read the comics to understand the video game, which ties into the cartoon, which I know can tell you about the movie. And we've talked about that and how <laughs> stupid that is. I'm not fucking yeah. kidding, Justin. <laughs> They recommended they, as in Disney, Star Wars, Luke, whatever the fuck it is now, recommended that you played the iOS game to understand the story in The Force Awakens. Are you serious? Yes.
1: Uh. So fuck people without a smartphone, I guess. Pretty much, or you got to watch a Let's Play on YouTube. I I doubt most people watched a Let's Play or played the game. I'm guessing that went to the movie. Yeah, most people did. I didn't. I, know, I did not know about it. Sam
0: told me about it, and I was just like, nope, who's Sam? Yeah, <laughs> who's um, somebody named who's
1: Sam. He? Okay.
2: Heard about it. See the guy who used to be on this podcast and then got, like, sucked into a black hole or something? He died. Okay. Megatron killed him. Okay.
0: Or Megatronus Prime, also known as the Fallen. No. No. You know what? They should have brought the fucking Stunicons back. That would have made a better movie. And they can form Menosaur. Well, they can have the... the... Which
2: sounds like menopause,
1: which I don't know why they name a car robot that. <laughs> Wait, when you said the Optimus Prime rides a dinosaur, is it the one from the cartoon? Grimlock? Yes. I don't want to spoil you, Justin. Oh, God damn it. Grimlock is awesome. How can you not like Grimlock?
2: I love him in the, the Transformers, the movie. You love him
1: in the most heterosexual way possible? No,
2: I, well, I, I mean, as much as you can love a huge like, robot <laughs> dinosaur, but, you know, he has so many good lines in the movie, like, you know, like you full of cesium salami or something. Like, oh, God. like me, love cups war stories, and he's a retarded robot. Like, hey, that's the point. Special, so, like,
0: yeah. you retard. <laughs> they create
2: them on Earth after dinosaurs, and they don't. They make them like too accurate to dinosaurs, <laughs> so they have like really small robot. Brains. They have walnut brains. <laughs> yeah,
1: he oh. has little T Rex arms too, though. That's so useful. Like, I'm sure those get a lot of shit done.
0: Yes. I mean, you want to talk about useful, though. Like, how many dumb functions have we seen from Michael Bay's robots that are never repeated again? Or
2: my favorite (laughs) in the movie, ah, why boy hit my nose? Mm -hmm. You know, wheelie. Yeah.
1: Why did the robots have buck teeth and black face? Gold gold teeth. Gold Gold teeth, teeth, yeah. yeah. But they were still buck. So yeah, the they were tea. like,
0: but one was gold. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Why weren't they going to the gas station and asking the guy for purple drink?
1: Using their EBT cards?
0: Yeah. Using their EBT to get the purple drink and then eat some watermelon. <laughs> I want some purple Castrol GTX. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I want Not a would sponsor. Not be surprised. <laughs> not a sponsor. But I, they can be if they want to. That sponsor us. Yeah, absolutely. Or, I don't yeah. Know. I'm really surprised one of the robots didn't drink Castrol GTX in these movies right with a whore Michael I've Bay like is have like a big gulp or something Yeah, I'm no really out of a surprised. brown paper <laughs> bag are you kidding me it's Michael Bay with like
1: racist stereotypes abound like, oh
0: yeah the black robots the minstrel robots could have been drinking them in the alley and Optimus could have like taken the bag from them and been like I'm very disappointed in you yeah you're better than this guy you should they're, they're <laughs> drinking like all you know regular Is like you should be drinking Castrol GTX it's better for your system
1: and yeah, helps cars run up to 200,000 miles <laughs> yeah see Justin's already shilling. yeah Yeah. Good job. Well.
2: <laughs> so if the people who make Castrol GTX would like to sponsor this podcast
0: vroom vroom yeah car noises is that the
2: noises that they make on i assume Castrol people GTX people who like makes sci-fi stuff have to drive cars too
1: you know they could take the bus, or take they, or they could bike. This, this is,
0: is America, Justin. Nobody takes
1: the bus, <laughs> but
0: the bus could could run on Castro
1: GTX. But what if they uh, take a bike to work?
0: Well, the truck that moved the bike parts around used
1: Castro GTX.
0: Okay, yeah, as you know,
1: the the or they got their food from the uh, delivery driver that was using Castro. You're GTX. right. See,
0: it's like. One big invisible force that binds us, you know, penetrates us. One oil to bind us. One one oil.
2: synthetic oil to bind us.
0: So wait, what is it? To one, bind us one to, rule to us? us? one to bring us in darkness, one ring to rule us all. And in yes. the
2: engine block
0: bind us or rule us or something?
1: No, that's the Mad Max version. Okay. But anyways, yeah. that's fantasy. That's not even like sci fi, so I know, fuck it's over that. there with
0: zombies. Doesn't count. That's right. I-
1: Okay. Okay. Unless it's
2: like twenty eight days later. That could count as sci fi because there's like a it's a medical outbreak. It's a virus that I think they yeah. created yes. in a lab. The it's monkeys supposed to be it. a bioweapon. Yeah. Or something. I like twenty eight days later. I virus. love both I think both those movies are pretty uh I mean I like them for what they the are. The
1: second one isn't as good, but the first one's good. Yeah, I like the first
2: one a lot and uh the second one's okay, just more like random killing and shit, but yeah.
0: That counts as sci fi to me. Die. None of that next week. But just to remind everybody at the end here Transformers Age of Extinction next week, and then Watchmen Director's Cut, Zack Snyder's eight hour edition.